ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Oh, 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 oh,
Lord, send me, send me, send me. Lord, I know the such and need in this lost and dying world. Someone who wants to die for and lay down his life. I will follow you, my Lord. There'll be no more holding back. I'm here and now I'm saying, send me, send me, send me, send me, oh, oh, send me, Lord, let me work for you, Jesus, oh, oh, send me, Lord. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Send me. I want to go. Let me go for you, Lord. Lord, I know the such and need in this lost and dying world. Lord, I want to lay down my life and go all out. I will follow you, my Lord. There'll be no more holding back. I'm here and now I'm saying, here I am. Oh, oh, send me, Lord. Here I am. Oh, Don't serve the Lord 
if I'm not the salt of the earth. I don't wanna be, don't wanna be good for nothing. Oh, I don't wanna be. If I will not preach the word, yeah, and tell the world about Jesus, then why did God save me? I wanna build your church, yeah. I want to serve the Lord. I wanna be your servant. That is my reasonable service. Yeah, I want to serve the Lord. I wanna be the salt of the earth. I don't wanna don't be, wanna be good for nothing. Good for nothing. Don't wanna be. I don't wanna. Don't be wanna be. Good 
clap your hands for Mary. Clap your hands for Mary. You know, listen, those of you who have joined us, you are visiting us, we are glad to have you. You know, here we have a saying that when someone is doing something on the stage that you can't do, you ought to clap the loudest. But many of you, if we put you in a choir, you will never go past rehearsal stage. You will rehearse. Ah, you never go past rehearsal stage. Yes. So you ought to clap your hands the loudest. Is it not beautiful? Isn't it beautiful? You know, I was just upstairs. I was looking at the lights, the singer. It's just nice. It, it's even more than being in a nightclub and paying for atmosphere. Such powerful atmosphere. What a blessing. What a blessing. It's nice. It's nice. I, I've just remembered that Bishop will say we should do this thrice a year. Yes, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It can work far. It can work far. I like it. What a way to spend your Friday morning. Ah. Well, this morning we have something very, 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 very special. Now, a pastor came to Bishop in the course of this conference and he came with an amazing, amazing testimony. And his testimony was about what the Art of Shepherding Conference had done for him from the very first edition. All right? The very first edition. Now, those of you who use computers, see that they release version 1, version 2. Each edition is more powerful than the previous one. You understand? So, this morning, we're bringing you a testimony from the first edition to give you an idea of what this version can do to you and do to your ministry and do to your church. His name is Reverend Daniel Kwaaka, and he's from his Banner Christian Center at Pantan. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. Let's welcome Reverend Daniel Kwaaka as he brings us his testimony this morning. Reverend Daniel, you're welcome. Praise the Lord. Please help me thank God and thank Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Help me thank God and thank him and thank our father, Bishop Doug Hayward Mills, for giving us such a great son to impart some of us who are not part of the UD and by force will enter the UD. Amen. Thank you very much. Please, you may take your seat. Uh Please, I think you can draw a little closer. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. I, before I say something, I just want the media to help me. Just a small two-minute clip yes. of what so, I've been, I have received from the Art of Shepherding Conference right I, I from think, 2013. Reverend Daniel, why don't you start, tell us from the beginning how you came into contact with the conference, All right. and then I'll let them play the clip. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, yes. I, I, I received the call of God in 2011, and then... We're looking for a place to start a church. And the only place we're led to was a drinking bar in Pantan Village. The largest drinking bar in the town are then. And then we went there and started the church in one of the places they used to uh, watch football and drink and smoke. And we're there for two years from 2011 to 2013 struggling. But at that time I had only 15 members wow. from 2013 to 20, uh, sorry, 2011 to 2013. Then around February, no, January, later part of January, I, a man came 
a reverend minister from Lighthouse, Reverend Evan Jesse. And then who was pastoring was our pastor the, the church, church. Uh, LCI at Pantan. With a letter, I've been invited to attend a conference, out of shepherding conference. When I saw the picture, I said, I've been seeing this man on a video. So he's inviting us. So I came with my wife. And then when he started firing the messages... I said, what is happening here? We have been joking all this while. And I don't know what I believe it was by the Holy Spirit. He would preach and come and stand where I am. And then one time he stood there and said, you are sitting here as a pastor with your big stomach. And I checked myself. That's a direct one. Direct one. And I checked myself. I said, wow, you have to exercise. You have to do this. And then you cannot be driving a car and your church doesn't have a place to meet and, and all that. And then one thing that touched me that time, he was preaching from Isaiah chapter 14, the verse 11. And he mentioned four things. The gathering, the uh, leading, the carrying, and then the feeding. And then when he got to the uh, gathering, he made mention of the fact that you cannot gather the people when you don't have a place to meet them and that it is better for you to walk to church as a pastor than to be driving a car and be renting a place where you can be moved anytime so he challenged us that we should go and make sure we get a land and he gave specific identity of the kind of land we should look for he said don't look for a very expensive land just look for uh, a place don't, people don't like wow. like a waterlogged place or something and develop it and improve it and it will be better wow. so right there my wife and I decided that we're going to sell a little saloon car we had wow. then after some years in ministry we had only 9,000 Ghana cities in our account and we decided we are going to buy two plots of land wow. so by the instruction he gave we began to add but before we began to act on that instruction, the moment he started speaking, I heard the voice of God. You wanted to follow Bishop Doug. Is that also? I said, yes. If you can follow his son, Bishop Edward Bogan Ogo, then you can follow Bishop Doug. He won't Why don't you clap that your hands? That is what I heard. Clap your hands. That is what I heard. Clap your hands. So, from that moment, anything he said was an instruction to me. So, we went and sold our car started picking taxis, Trotro, and Uber. And then we added the money to the 9,000 we had. Then the land at that place was 100 and, uh, that's it, 120, uh, sorry, 12,000 Ghana cities. 12,000. So we bought two plots, which was 24,000 Ghana cities. Bishop, just two years from now, uh, last two years, the same area we are, a land is being sold for 150,000 Ghana cities. Wow! Yes. And by that instruction alone, it saved us. And we are in the prime area of Pantan. Wow. And then we began to follow. After we bought the land, 2014, we moved and built a shed on the land. And I kept following him. I kept coming for the Art of Shepherding Conference every year. The first time we came, it was only myself and my wife. The second time we came, we had about 14 shepherds following us to the camp. Wow. And 
as at now, through those teachings, we can boast of not less than 35 so, shepherds that have been raised. At this point, I want you to pause and I want them to show the video and the photos All right. of what he's talking about. Can you please show us? Beautiful. So this is the drinking bar. Only 13 members we had that time. the waterlogged land. Wow. you to celebrate God with an extra loud, extra long hand clap. You can put the lights back on, please. Now, Reverend Aka, you were telling us about how many shepherds you have now. Yes. So how many shepherds do you have now? Uh, for the pastoral team, we have about 35. And out of that, we have nine of them that are senior pastors and not just senior pastors they are managing branches with lance bots how many branches do you have no, no have... please <laughs> <laughs> one by one <laughs> yeah 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 your blessing is overwhelming us take your time take your time you know, now, in fact, how many branches do you have now we have by the grace of god 15 branches wow in in four regions of ghana yes 15 branches in four In 2012, he had 13 members yes. in a drinking bar. 10 years later, 
He has 15 branches in four regions. How many of them have their own lands? Uh, four of them have, no, five of them have their own five lands. Five of them have their own lands. Clap uh, your hands Including lands in Accra. Including lands yes. in Accra. Yes, lands wow. in Accra. And then in the Volta region, we have a land. In Oti region, Rara, we have a land. Wow. Uh, Etimetim, in the eastern region, we have a land. Wow. That they are also building. And everything came from the Art of Shepherding Conference. Organized by the servant of God, Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh, go! And Bishop, you know, you know, anytime we come, I pray, Father, give me a new revelation to take along. Beautiful. So, even before we had our first pastors, we came for the conference and said, how can you manage a church with only you and your wife? Wow. And truly at that time, we were the main people. So, we went back and I prayed and God gave me a vision to start a school of ministry and I was using the Macarios. Wow. Yes. And our first ordination was in 2017. We ordained five main pastors and then 12 junior pastors. We called them missionary pastors. They were to start churches for us to see how they work and then we promote them to become main pastors. And then we ordained deacons and deaconesses the subsequent year, we ordained another batch again. And then the last one we did was just this March. We ordained five new senior pastors wow. who are managing wow. many things wow. in the church. Wow. And all is because of the lessons we picked from here. And then even when it got to the building, I come around. Bishop graced me to always be consulting uh, Zara. So when I come... I come and look. Even the tiles. Bishop, when you come, you come and see that. I copied your tiles fully. Oh. And then, the, I came here, looked at the stones. And we then I contacted. The stones, yes. We can see I, the And the bishop told her to contact the person who did it here. Those who supplied. And they bargained for me. Bishop Mezara to bargain for me. And supply me the stones. And then the same people that worked on this one came there to work. So, I just want to encourage somebody who is not part of the UDWs here. You can make yourself part by taking the lessons that have been taught here. Please pause. Listen. He's not a UD pastor. I'm sure a lot of you are confused. He's not a UD pastor. I think he's one of the pastors in Bishop's Council. He's not a UD pastor. He is not a UD pastor. His church is called His Banner. Christian Center. Christian Center. He's not a UD pastor. He just got an invitation, a letter, and yes. he came. Yes. Like many of you are here today. Do you see? And he attended the conference in 2013. He had yes. 15 members. And he was meeting in a drinking bar. Today, in 2021, he has 15 branches. In four regions, from 15 members 10 years ago to 15 branches, he has built his own church building at Pantan. Look at it. And Bishop promised that on that 2013 conference that he will never visit a church who doesn't have a church building. Church building. And so now that he's fulfilling it next week (laughs) for our 10th anniversary. Wow, why don't you clap your hands? Listen, 
you can also celebrate your 10th anniversary with a church building. It is possible. Amen. You can also celebrate your 10th anniversary with a church building. Listen, I mean, as I was listening to him, eh, I'm summarizing for you, but me, myself, I don't understand what he's saying. You know, because it is only God who can do this. Yeah, it's only God. If you understand what it means to have 15 branches in 10 years. To come from 15 people to 15 branches in 10. I mean, 10 years is like the snap of a finger in church work. Yes. But you know what excites me? It is a sign that as you have sat here for two days. And you are about to soak in some more today. Eh? Listen, you can do things that you, you never imagined. Reverend Alka, did you ever imagine that you could have your own church building in 10 years Not at all. with 15 I branches. I didn't even think of land at that time. It is above what you could... I, I didn't know that pastoral work has to do with getting a land and building. And in fact, it impacted my wife so much that when we went, you dare not touch one Peswa. <laughs> he was a security guard to the money. Please, is your and wife here? Unfortunately, we have a new baby, so he's attending to the baby. Clap your hands for Reverend Aka's wife. Yes. Beautiful. They sold their car to buy land for the ministry. It's not all women who allow such a thing. Yes. It's all. Yes. All these choristers, they will not allow their husband to sell their car to buy land. Yes. What a blessing. So, Reverend Aka, what do you have to say to two groups of people? Those of us who are pastors in the UD. And those who are not pastors in the UD, we are all sitting in the conference. Say something to us. I only have one scripture of what Jesus said. He said, blessed are your eyes for the see and your ears for the hear. For many prophets and many holy men sought to see the things that you are seeing and the things that you are hearing. But they were not given the opportunity to hear it. And so please, if you are seeing and you are hearing and it doesn't impact you, that I don't know what will impact you. And I want to encourage you to keep following the servant of God through his social media platform, the podcast. Every message he preaches is on my phone and I'm listening to it. My wife is listening to it. I send it to my pastors to listen to it. And anything he does, I try to do it. In fact, I saw that I was wasting my Sunday afternoon. Then I realized that he used to have a special service for shepherds. So me too, I couch my own Raul service. So, and then I saw that there was this gathering service I was hearing about. I didn't know what it was. Then I heard him explain it. Then me too, I started sweet gathering service once in every month. All our branches in Accra meet and it has been amazing. Then I heard him again. I'm just telling you how I learned. I heard him again speak about the fact that you can take your shepherds to a camp. And then preach to them and teach them. So that they become better shepherds. So me too, I started shepherds camp. Yes. And then I heard him again on podcast saying, you can take your Basenta members and the potential leaders to a camp and come out having shepherds. So I started another camp by the fire camp all at Anakazo. I take them there for three days, for four days, for five days. So what I see and I hear 
It's a blessing to hear and it's a blessing to see because some have not had the opportunity. And so I want to appeal to all of us. We have a great treasure, a great son from our father, Bishop Dagiwad Mills. And we can learn from him. And I tell you, that is what I heard. If you want to follow Bishop Doug, follow his son, Bishop Edward. And I've never stopped. From 2013, every year, I come to him. I come to him to greet him. And then I come to learn. And I go. even at this conference, I have my pastors and my media team learning from them at the top there. Please pause. Yes. Where, where, where are they? Where the, the pastors and the, yeah. the people from? Come, yeah, come, been... come, so that they can see you practically. Yes. No, nobody's speaking theories here. Come. Yes. Quickly. Sometimes I bring them Jake, around to going walk to around. You to plant yourself inside my media team. Yes. Hey. <laughs> Sometimes I bring your them co- around to walk around just to learn. Nice at all. And they are all lay pastors. Beautiful. Yes. Clap your hands for them. And then there is one. Some of them are not here because of work. They come in the afternoon. Beautiful. 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 Clap your hands for them, please. Reverend Aka, thank you very much. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. And Bishop Ogo, thank you so much for the impact. I'm learning and I'll keep learning. Thank you. For the privilege to give some of us the chance to learn from you. Thank you so much. Your hand clap is not coming. It's not coming. It's not coming. There is a gift of God in our midst, though. There is a gift of God in our midst. Many of us criticize the Pharisees for how they reacted to the Son of God. Be careful. There is a gift of God in our midst. There is an anointing in our midst, though. I can't even believe it. Fifteen branches. He had 13 members, 15 members when he came. Saw him with all his members cutting cake or whatever it is. In a drinking bar. Jesus is off his block now. Wow. And that was even the version one. Oh. So the power this one is carrying. I don't know. If you live here and you also don't become a major man of God, then I, I really don't know. Why don't you clap your hands one more time for Jesus and you may be seated. As much as the testimony is exciting, it's sobering. Yeah. It's, it's very, very sobering, especially for those of us who are sitting here. Huh. Wow. Well, we want to encounter 
the word again. Some of us, the things are being bent away gradually. You need repeated fire to bend the things away properly. So, I'm glad to tell you that the word of God is about to come your way this morning. Hallelujah. That which you have come seeking is about to come to you. And I'm happy about what Reverend Aka said because I keep saying that always prepare yourself to receive something. Always. And you can see that he received something into his spirit from that very first conference. And something is alight in his spirit. And I want you to catch something. See, the notes are good. The notes are powerful. The notes are important. But also, catch something. Catch something. Catch something. Catch an anointing. Don't leave this place without catching something supernatural. Don't go away with just notes from the conference. Go with something you have caught. A fire that is in your belly. That in 10 years time, when we see you, we know that mm, a fire caught you. But ladies and gentlemen, before we dive into the word this morning, I want to invite our sister Grace to minister to us. Why don't you help me welcome our sister Grace? Hallelujah. Let's give another hand clap to Jesus. I waited on the Lord to hear his gentle voice for guidance and direction where to go. His will is all I need, His perfect will. As I spend so many hours in the presence of the Lord, I calm down and begun to hear His voice. You turn the voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares so no. It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. Spirit entered into me oh, when he spoke to me. The words he spoke to me, they were spirit, they were life. The visions and dreams, oh, how they turned my life around and brought direction for my ministry. As I rose up from my knees, there was a mantle upon me. I have found grace for my works, and I will never, never be the same. 
lovely voice of God Your tender voice revealing The mysteries of your will At the crossroads of my life No other voice compares Oh no, it's the sweetest sound My heart has ever heard The lovely voice of Revealing the mysteries of your will At the crossroads of my life No other voice compared to know It's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of came to see Jesus I want my sons James and John to sit on your right hand and on your left but Jesus said are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink are you able to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? Woman, you don't know what you ask. Woman, you don't know what you ask. To take your cross and follow Jesus. To the end You know that I love your sons Your boys, James and John But the hour will come when they must take their cross, pay the price and follow me. Oh, woman, do you want your sons to bear much fruit? Then they must lose their lives for my sake, for my sake. Woman, you don't know what you ask Woman, you don't know 
what you are to take your cross and follow Jesus to the end. Oh, you don't know what you ask. Oh, man, you don't know what you ask to take your cross to follow Jesus to be baptized to drink the cup you don't know you don't know what it means to follow Jesus to be baptized to drink the cup to take up your cross and follow him to take your cross and follow Jesus to the end Amen Clapping like you are soloists. The way your hand clap was as if you're all talented solo artists. But it's not like that. It's not like that at all. Beautiful. Listen, your hand clap is one of the most beautiful things in the conference. Trust me. It's not the lights, it's not the sound. Your hand clap is one of the most beautiful things in the conference. Yes. Well, you know, I've been telling you that when you go to a restaurant and the waiter keeps coming, he's bought napkins, bought cutlery. It's not nice. You see, he must just go straight to the point. But today, me too, I'm going to do some. So I've brought napkins. Now I'm bringing you something else. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome another very beautiful minstrel as she comes to prepare the table before the main meal is served. Let's put our hands together and welcome Star. Hallelujah. This morning we are telling God we are taking up our service as shepherds, unrestrained. Amen.
gentlemen, I'm finally here with what you've been looking forward to. It's time for you to have your main meal this morning. I'm happy you're on your feet already. Clapping is a sign of excitement. Shouting is a sign of excitement. And if you can, jumping is a sign of excitement. Join me and let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop, Edwin Morgan. Okay, come on, let me hear you in this place this morning. Make some noise. see anybody playing the bass guitar not only the bass guitar was being played upstairs the sound engineer is in doing the sound and also playing the bass guitar up I've never seen an instrument taken upstairs wow wow <laughs> clap your hands for our, our our sound man upstairs I've not seen some before honestly I see. Ah, then it should be upstairs permanently. <laughs> if it can be played upstairs, then it should, it should remain there. Or, or we should buy you one. <laughs> Clap again for Jesus. You know, when you are doing something and you are doing it with joy there is nothing that can stop you 
So one of the things the devil does is to attack your joy. Yes. He doesn't attack your money. He doesn't attack your wife. He attacks your joy. Once you don't have joy, because you see, Isaiah says that it is with joy that we draw from the wells of salvation. You see, so if, if salvation is a well, the bucket we use to draw the water is joy. So somebody is receiving joy. I mean, you can see that he's happy with what he's doing. And we don't pay him, in, he's not paid. He's not an employee of the church. We don't pay SNIT. We don't pay GRA. We don't pay, uh, please help me with the words. <laughs> Fuel allowance, yes. Child education allowance. Rent allowance. Annual bonus, no. No. Christmas, he rather brings the bonus. <laughs> you know. So, pastors, learn it. Learn to have your members and your workers happy to serve in the church. Yeah. There's nobody here receiving money for what we are doing. I mean, I, 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 I. for me, my conference has ended. Just, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, somebody who wants to make something happen. So he, 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 he wants to do it. And he realized that he can't work on the sound upstairs and still play the bass guitar. So he calls for the bass guitar to come. Abba. Without money. Without money. But with shepherding. With shepherding. Yeah. You can call him. Like somebody has given his testimony of a church building. Call him to also come and give his testimony. You see, please keep standing. You see the conference going on? It's a very fantastic conference. And if you go around, you see like all these instrumentalists, the staff outside in the kitchen, and uh, everywhere, registering, people cleaning, different teams. Different. There must be nothing less than 20 different teams. On the ground. Working for this to happen. Now, I will tell you, you can interview those people you see working anywhere. Go to the toilet. There's a lady there at the toilet. Who's, who cleans the toilet? She's head of IT in one of Ghana's largest banks. IT. She's the one cleaning the toilet. There. Now, I, I'm, I, I've not finished what I'm saying. Go with a microphone and interview all of them. Every one, single one, every one of them will give you a story of a personal encounter he or she has had with me. Personal testimonies. We are not here preaching to crowds in a cathedral. That is how, you see, we start our work with that. We preach to warm up. 
yeah, that's why we preach on Saturday night and Sunday morning to warm up. And when we are preaching, we are looking around to see if they have come. You see there? Yes, it's there. All right, it's there. So we, we, we have a family time. But the real work starts after the church service into Sunday night, Monday morning, throughout the week. That is when the, the, the real work of a pastor is not the Sunday morning church service. You see, even the people who gather on Sunday morning, the people, they are a result of the work done during the week. That's why some of you, nobody comes on Sunday because if you've done nothing during the week, you will not have anything on Sunday. So Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, one-on-one, solving problems, shouting, meet me here, bring your wife, call your son. No, let's go to your son's school. That's the work of the pastor. Where's the shop? I'm coming there, meet me there. 4.30, I'm coming there. Bring the air. On the way, I'll say, where are you now? I forgot to bring oil. Bring oil. 1 a.m. Yes. <laughs> when around 2 a.m., Bishop Kobe and I, and at Bishop Solo, yeah. We were at uh, Ridge Junction in the shop. Yeah. 2 a.m., we were in the shop. The shop was opened. And we were praying. As we were praying, we saw policemen with siren. God, because I mean we could only be armed robbers we could there's nothing else we, we, the only option is that these are thieves there is nothing nothing that will let a shop be open and three macho men and I think that the owner of the shop was kneeling down so it's like we have got guns and we are on him yeah we, within 10 minutes policemen arrived they came to park came to check so when I saw them, then I raised the volume of the prayers. <laughs> and that person is here. So you may think that, oh, we have just some Sunday morning people. No, 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 no. No, no. It is shepherding. Shepherding. 2 a.m. Have you prayed for anybody and policemen have come to the place? Yes. So when you see us, you must respect what is going on. Admire and respect. So I you to one day, people will gather around you. Mm. <laughs> With water. With water. They pack their. They no. The person on the ground is not screaming. It's rather saying amen. So then, there are some abnormal pastors. So maybe they belong to some secret religion. Let's leave. They are not normal people. Let's leave them and go and rather cut their proper armed robbers. And they left. They left. A few months ago. Race junction. The bridge. Under bridge. Race junction. I said, take a microphone and go around. Anybody. Go upstairs. You see individuals. Individuals, they'll tell you a story, two stories, three stories. Just 
this was in my life at this time. This, this, he came, he's there, he did this. Some, some of them, as, as we are here, it's, it's, it's season three, it's an ongoing. You all you are interested in is pictures for Facebook. And you, I say, you, you see, I saw one. You, you, you stand where you, the, the crowd is behind you. Then you do this. <laughs> then they crack. Well, the members sitting there, they don't even like you. They don't like because nobody wants to be mixed up with a crowd. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd. They want you personally as their pastor. They don't want to be part of a crowd. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Not us. So as they are, your members are sitting there, some of them are being pastored by juju men, fetish priests, Sai Baba, uh, some of them, they, uh, um, what's the name, Kodwenchi, is, is their pastor. Oh, yes, musicians, Kodwenchi. Uh, nothing less than 10 members in your church are being pastored actively by Shatawale. I'm not, it's not a joke. I'm not, it's not one of the jokes I'm sharing here. I've said a few jokes, but what I've just said is not one of them. Shatawale is their inspiration. Bob Marley is their inspiration because you, the pastor, have, you see, you cannot affect people in crowds. You can't affect people in crowds. I want you to join me. Please, let's clap our hands and appreciate Bishop Dagwood Mills for Art of Shepherding Conference. I really, I, I clap your hands. Let's celebrate our father. He's our pastor. The words are his words. They are his words. Apart from a few of you have insulted because he doesn't insult. I, it's my upbringing and I'm, and I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. Just be patient with me. But clap your hands for Bishop He's worth following. He's worth having as your pastor. Yes, and I recommend him to you. Everything Pastor Aka came to share, whatever I told him was a direct instruction I received from him. Yes. I can of my own self do nothing. My training is to be a doctor. I wasn't trained as a pastor. So I met him. Can you clap? Or you, you, you are too big to clap. He went to Aquinas, you don't to clap. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! It's unfortunate that this is our final day, but we are going to take out of shepherding to the regions. To the regions of Ghana. We'll cross into Togo. Move to Ivory Coast. Yes, you, you, you keep watching. You keep watching. You may please be seated.
I want to celebrate all the pastors, the bishops, the reverends, everyone. God bless you. Those of you who are online watching, some of you are in the office. You couldn't make it here, but you've, you've tried to join. I appreciate you. God bless you. Let's clap our hands for those who are online. So this morning, I'm continuing from where we left off yesterday. Amen. Amen. And the reason is that, and you must listen to this. You see, I read the first verse. It must have been the first scripture or so I read in this conference, the first day. Psalm 95 and verse number 6. Psalm 95 and verse number 6. It says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Verse 7. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture. The sheep of his hand. The American constitution starts with we the people. Is that not so? American constitution, Philadelphia. Benjamin Franklin. We the people. That's how it starts. That's the beginning of democracy. The basis of democracy is that, is that phrase. Democracy is founded on those three words. We the people. We the people. That's democracy. Church and the body of Christ is founded also on three words. We the sheep. We the sheep. So all we do is to convert ourselves from cats and snakes and dogs to sheep. We, the sheep. There is nothing you can do in the kingdom of God that will work if you bypass the mind that the people are sheep and they need to be shepherded. The evangelist must think of the people as sheep. In fact, the evangelist himself should think of himself or herself as a sheep. The pastor himself should think of himself as a sheep. All of us are sheep with a few sheep promoted to become shepherds to shepherd other sheep. When I was in class five, those days when we had proper education, there was something in Ghana called common entrance examination. That's proper education. Common entrance examination. 
Now, in some schools, they wrote the exam in class five, but most of the schools, it was class six. Oh, yes. Don't know how you went to Aquinas. Yes, class six to Aquinas. Yes. Some of you in class seven. But in my school, class six was when we wrote the common entrance. But some, I don't know how it, I'm sure a friend, someone made mention of common entrance that we should try. So I tried it in class five. Yeah. My first choice was in Fanspin School. When I tried, I passed. And I got in Fanspin School. But my mother wouldn't allow me to go. And the main reason was not that I was too young, but she didn't have money. She didn't have money to buy my mattress, my net, uh, chop box, and so on. And also, I was to write it in class six. So if you have class six, then just buy class six. I mean, there'll be money to take you to school. So I wrote it in class five and passed. So wrote it again in class six and passed. So in class six, I'm talking about a shepherd is actually a sheep. Who has the privilege to shepherd other sheep? So my teacher, for for some reason, was very busy that time in class six. So because I had passed in class five, the whole of class six, I think we wrote the exam in second term or so. And we came back third term as some big men in the school. Yeah. So class six, first term, and second term till the exam, I was the teacher of my class. Yes. So every morning I'll come, give them questions. Um, we did mental, we did objectives, everything. I'll make sure they are marked. They will exchange their books, uh, exercise books, mark. Then we'll ask those of you who are 10 over 10, stand up. Just like my teacher, 9 over 10, 6 over 10, 5 over 10. If you get 5, then you get up, you come, and I lash you. Hey. That, no, that was standard. Yes, I lash you. The girls normally like their hands. Yeah. We'll lash you. We had a number for each mark. Then up to 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. There was a boy. <laughs> yeah. There's a boy. <laughs> when it comes to his turn, we had some four boys at the back. They came and they will, we say we will lay you. So they hold him one leg, one leg, one hand, one hand. Then I'm here with the lashes and I'll hit him. <laughs> no, I was a teacher in classics. I was a teacher in classics. Morning, afternoon, essay questions, everything. Then I'll report to my pastor, my pastor, my teacher, who wouldn't even come to the class. So I literally prepared my class for the exam. But on the day of the exam, common entrance class six exam, then I became a student again because I also needed the marks to go to infantry school. So we were all sitting down. I was also sitting down writing. Yes, when the results came, of course, I was first. I topped the school. Seriously. 
but but if you saw me teaching if you saw me lashing students i wasn't lashing them as a teacher i was a student who had been given the privilege to be a teacher a shepherd is a sheep who has been given the privilege to be a, a, a shepherd that's why you must be humble no title should make you a big person because you are actually a sheep you must be you must be somebody if you're not somebody's sheep i don't know what you are doing God bless you. I am somebody's sheep. I'm some, some, I, I mean, I must be somebody's sheep. Otherwise, you shouldn't listen to me. You shouldn't listen to me. When, whenever John Wesley stood up in the 17th century or so, England, to preach, it was received. I mean, people crowds on trees and so on. You see the picture. But there were a few places, the mid-England, where they would challenge him. Yes. They would challenge him. Say, With whose authority are you standing here to preach from the Bible? So to, to open the Bible was a very special thing. Yeah. They didn't have Bibles. So with whose authority? Then John Wesley will stop in the middle of the preaching and answer. He said, I was ordained by the Archbishop of Canterbury. Then you continue preaching. Yes, you must tell them who you are. They want to know. I mean, what power do you have to come and stand at the market center? Center of the market. With your breeches and you are preaching. Hmm? So a shepherd... It's not a big man. A pastor shouldn't be a big man. God doesn't use bastards. God uses sons and daughters. So I want to say that when you go and you appoint your shepherds, Make sure that they walk in humility. We are sheep. And this sentence, the sheep of his pastor, uh, of his hand, has many implications. The sheep of his hand. We are the sheep. It has many implications. One of such implications is that we need to raise shepherds. And where are the shepherds? They are sitting in your church. There's no shepherd you are going to import from anybody's church. That makes you a thief. Not an importer, a sheep, a thief. Sheep thief. And we learned two days ago or so. Who are those qualified to teach and to preach? Who are those in our churches who are qualified to become shepherds? Who are those? Is it educated ones like this one? Is a doctor? Or a rich man. Or an architect. 
or a businessman or a student lawyer who are the people we must find to become shepherds John 15 16 tells us anybody who prays and is expecting an answer to his prayer should know that he has been ordained by God to go and bring forth fruit <laughs> you have not chosen me I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruits should remain that whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name he may give it you so anyone expecting answered prayer is ordained by God to do ministry To see yourself as a specialist of the bottom half. And the top half doesn't concern you. Makes you insincere. Makes you a dangerous person. And there are people like that also. Like Job's wife. Who only want to receive answers to prayers. But don't want the responsibilities that go with answers to your prayer. So we are answering the question. Why must everybody in the church become a shepherd? Why? Every member can become a shepherd. Why? Every member in your church. And I mean your church. I'm speaking practically. The student member. The married woman member. The pregnant woman member. The businessman member. The rich businessman with a lot of money member. The businessman who owes money member. The chef member. The driver member, the car owner member, every member in your church can become a shepherd. And the one reason is that every member wants to pray and they want answers. So go home and explain John 15 16 to your members. The first reason why every Christian can become a shepherd. Is that all you need is a desire. All you need is a desire. Say, I have a desire. All you need is an interest. So I taught you yesterday. Look out for those with an interest. And train them to become shepherds. Then those you find who don't have an interest, stir it up. There's a song like that, not so. Stir it up. The gifts of God. You must stir it up. Not just in you, but in your members. Stir it up, baby. Number two. Becoming a shepherd is a natural stage of development. It's, it's, a, it's a natural and unexpected 
The same way you expect your daughter's neck to have control. The same way you expect your son to be able to sit down without pillows around him when he's one year old. Do you expect your son to sit without support when he's one year? Yes. Okay, let me change the question. Would you like to have a son who is three years and can't sit on his own? Let me just pray for you to have one. Hello? You don't want it. You reject it. Yes. The same way you must reject any member under you who has been around you for such a long time but still cannot rise up and mature. And in the church, we don't use neck control. We don't use spintex. What's the word? Spintex. Sphincter. Please mention the word again. He's a doctor. We are not. Sphincter. 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 Not spintex. Sphincter. Say sphincter. Let's all repeat what we learn. One go. Sphincter. Sphincter. And, and that sphincter is what? Something in your eye. A muscle around. Oh, it's not in the eye. No, no. Where? Where you wee wee and where you poop. Oh, okay. So it controls. it controls so that you don't just walk about urinating on yourself. So even though you feel like we win, you can Something sit for yes. a long time. Yes. Until an appropriate place. And, the, and, and the bladder muscle is a very special muscle called the detrusor muscle. Yeah. With special physiological... Doctor, explain it for them. To yes. yes. So mm. the detrusor muscle, mm. which is the muscle that makes up the The bladder. day I go to medical school, eh, I'll <laughs> preach beer. I'll preach like him. Please preach. <laughs> so that the trusa mass which makes up the blood can be trained. Can be trained. Yes. So that you can decide that I'm going to hold. Yes. It can be trained. As long as you want to. When it fills up, you yes. can train it. Stretches. To remain stretched and still not press. Yes. So there are people who, who have some problems and their bladder, which normally is here, the bladder can up, come up to the stomach here, full of urine, and he's smiling. <laughs> In the spirit, we don't have sphincters. Do you have spiritual sphincters? No. Yes, we don't have spiritual sphincters. I mean, in a sense, we have spiritual sphincters. Because that one, it's any see, people who can control themselves. They fornicate easily. They fall into sin easily. They, they, they dirty themselves easily. It's also a spiritual sphincter instability. Sphintex instability. Incontinence. It's called incontinence. Incontinence means that incontinence, continent, contain. In, contain, cannot contain. In is another opposite. Aquinas. Yes. <laughs> in or a yes yes in or what a in or a yeah. a he some he some some <laughs> i enjoy preaching with this man in or a yeah. so incontinent with that he can't contain it when he sees a fair colored girl the sperms must come out he can't contain the sperms
So in the spirit, we use teaching. That's all. Don't say, you, see, you look very dignified. You, look, you must be a very educated man. You look very. Don't be more intelligent than God, sir. Don't be. If God's standard is teaching, don't change it in your church to singing very well or playing the drums very well. Hmm? Anyone doing anything. Registering as a patient. What are the people? <laughs> participants. <laughs> Registering participants. Who doesn't teach? It's not mature. It's not my word. It's a, the, the New Living Translation says, you have been what? NLT says what? You have been believers so long now that you ought. You ought. It's, you see, it's a must. We, the same way any mother here will expect that your son should be taking steps walking by age one. If it's not happened at age one, you are expecting it one month, two months time, dear. Not four years. Not four years. You ought to walk. That's why you're not a burden on your father. You may not know. And your father himself may not appreciate the fact that you are walking. I watched a documentary. A woman, uh, Philippines also. She has a son, 45 years. She carries him like a baby. Puts him in a bathtub, baths him. Puts him in a bed. Feeds him. 45 years. And the woman is not even a big woman. Bodily. She's a slipper. She carries the boy, her son beautiful son. Because when a child cannot walk, it's a burden. No matter how old you are. In the same way, when a member cannot teach, he's a burden. No matter how long he has been in the church, his, his existence is a spiritual burden. I'm teaching. You may not even know that it's a burden. In the, in the same way, when your member is able to teach, he's a joy. He's a relief. Wow. I am a joy to my pastor. Abba. When he sees me, he's very happy. Wow. I see it on his face. He's happy to see me. I'm not a burden. I teach. Can you imagine a, this conference is Bishop Dagi Wamilis' conference. He should, have, he should have been here preaching. Or we should have gone to him wherever he is to have the conference, Art of Shepherding. Because the book that we are using is his book. It's not my pamphlet. It's his book. It's his conference. Can you imagine somebody will write a book on shepherding and then tell a son, you know something? I won't have a conference on that one. That one, you take the book and speak from it. Whatever you say, I'm backing you. Go and speak. Teach from it. Open the book and teach from it. And we are doing, are we not on it? Are we not on it? Is it not powerful? Yes. So some of your members, you you yourself may not know, but some of your members are a burden on you. 
Yeah, burden. Anybody who doesn't teach is like a child who has who is being carried at age 38. Well, it's because you see, when a member begins to teach, the person becomes a helper, a relief, a strengthener, a source of freshness and comfort, and all the English words you can use. Can you imagine when I was living at the church, I couldn't find anyone to teach. I would have to go there and preach. I preach here, and, I, and at the beginning, I was doing that. When we moved in here, I was preaching here first. Or was it here first or there? I would preach here and go to Adenta to preach and then go to Pediasi to preach. Trinity. <laughs> yes. I would go. I said, no. Why all of us pay tithes? Why should I do that type of work? I said, open up. Please. I won't come again. Your brother is there. And they're having a beautiful time in the mountains. When you teach, you are a relief. Every mother has some warm feeling inside her chest when she sees her baby walking. Every. There's no mother. Who sees the baby walking and is angry that the baby is walking? It's a mother's bright spot. Even when they fall, sometimes they even film them. Film them and send the video to the baby's father who doesn't care. (laughs) Men, we are Samuel. Men, I think when the Bible says, "Don't put your trust in men," he, he, I, I'm sure he meant males. <laughs> Don't put your trust in males. <laughs> you are excited. You got your children. Hey, cuckoo is walking. No. <laughs> you are looking for money. Let him walk. But, but why shouldn't he walk? <laughs> Oh, I see you teaching. I see you preaching. I said, I see you teaching. One of these days, you'll be standing in front of three people teaching them. Yes, and you ask someone, take a picture of me. I'm teaching three Christians. I said, I'm teaching three Christians. Receive the anointing to be a teacher of three Christians. Beautiful. There was an announcement van that was moving around this morning. They've had a conference, but they are saying that in this area, nobody stands up on Friday mornings. When there's a conference, you don't stand up on Friday mornings. You sit, only sitting. Number three. Number three. Why? Why? Why is it that every member in your church can be a shepherd? Why? Because. There is a great need for shepherds. There is a great need. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted 
and were scattered abroad. They fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Verse 37. Next verse. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers, the shepherds, the workers are few. 38. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Pray. The absence of shepherds, the paucity of shepherds was of concern to Jesus. When he saw a crowd, he was not moved with admiration. When he saw a crowd, he was moved with concern. The word compassion is concern. Is Jesus not different from today's mega church pastor? Who introduces himself based on the number of members he passes? There are some pastoral fellowships. You must have a certain number. You must mention certain numbers to be in that fellowship. But not my Jesus. Rather, when he saw a crowd, he was concerned. He was not content. He was concerned. My sister, when will you be concerned when you go for your Basanta meeting? When? The members are sitting there, 28 of them, 12 of them, 7 of them. You are teaching them without any concern, without any compassion. No feeling. You can't see that even though these people are sitting together, they are still scattered spiritually. When will you have concern? So the reason why every church member can be a shepherd is that there is a need. There is a need. Jesus talked about a need in the kingdom. And the need in the kingdom is not a need for millionaires. Believe me, I've been here for a while. It's not a need for PhD holders. Thank you if you have a PhD. I have no problem. I'm not, I'm not criticizing you. If you are a millionaire, I'm not criticizing you. The fact that I'm not a millionaire doesn't mean that I don't like people who are millionaires. It's like I envy, I'm envious. No. I mean, rich men made a difference in Christ's life. Even his dead body. It was a rich man. Those days to own a tomb was like but a certain man owned one. He owned one. And he described as a wealthy man. 
Josephus. Joseph, do you know Josephus? He offered his tomb. So we own those mausoleums put in there. Because by the very nature of how he died, he should have been thrown into Mile 7 pit. Do you know Mile 7? You are young. There's a place called Mile 7. Those days, it was, it was a place to dump unclaimed bodies. But there was a man who had money enough to own a tomb. So he gave instructions. My tomb is there. 118 stroke 3. Take him there. If the people around were all area boys, Christ would still be lying in town this morning. So we are not against having riches. But we are saying that the need, the, Jesus Christ, his need was not for rich men. Like we have surrounded ourselves with rich men. We give them front row seats. Jesus was not like that. Actually, the only person recorded in the Bible who came to Jesus and was blasted and he left his presence sad. Everybody who met Jesus was happy. Only one man left Jesus sad. He was a rich man. He he had many riches, but we think that many riches had him. No, let's let's put our books down. Let's have a discussion and then we close. If people are scattered, one very important reason is that there's no money to bust them. Yes. One day I stumbled upon some information in my church. Here, when we came here. And I realized that I was working with wicked shepherds. Wicked overseers. They were not bringing their members to church. Yes. Because there was no money to pay for the bus. So I quickly organized money. You are one of them. You're not one of them? You're not the original head? Yes. I said you were one of the original heads. You see, these are the Peters who are denying, they are denying right now. Well, I was saying something before. Organized. So the point I am making is that if multitudes are scattered, one of the possible causes is that there's we don't have rich men in the church to give money for basin. If members are scattered on Sunday morning, we should be 200, but we are 168. 12 of them are in town working. And they are working because they must pay their rent. If we had millionaires in the church, at least that Sunday, they will, they, will, they will help these members to pay some of their bills so that they can come to church. So there is a sense in which when multitudes are scattered, we can attribute it to lack of money. 
Or I shouldn't say such things. Sorry. There is a sense. There is a sense. There is a sense, there is a sense that there's no money. There's a possibility that there's no money. I've got church members today who could be here working beautifully with me. But I'm in Europe. Some are plucking tomatoes. Some are cleaning dead bodies. Some are models. I see all of them on Facebook. I realize that these people could have been here with me. But there's no money to keep them here. If this man was a millionaire, he could have employed the one in Spain, plucking tomatoes. He could have employed. And if he employs him, it means that I have a singer. There are some songs I would, I would have liked my singers to sing this morning before preaching. There's a song on my heart. But I can't ask them to sing because my main instrumentalists are working in town. One is a pharmacist. He's working for a company. If I had a lot of money, I would have built a ph- pharmaceutical distribution paraphernalia center and made him the CEO. The one I'm having a conference, I said, lock it. It's our work. Lock it up and come and play the people. <laughs> it's our work. Lock it and come and play. I want a song. Come and play the song. He will come easily. But there's no, I'm saying, there is a sense in which Scattered multitudes can be a financial problem. I'm just trying to help you. But when Jesus was called as the master diagnostician, he did not say the diagnosis was scattered and fainted members, etiology, lack of finances, lack of meaningful employment, Disperser, the, 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 the diasporian membership, secondary to lack of income earning. No, when he came, he said the reason for the scattering of the members and the fainting of the members was that there was no shepherd. He didn't say there was no money. I don't know when you came here, but I saw something today I've not seen before. The, there was somebody was singing. The bass guitarist. This is why we play the instruments. In case you don't know, they are all there. They are called instruments. <laughs> the bass guitarist. I was shocked that he was upstairs. He called for the bass guitar to be played upstairs. You see, what I've seen this morning is more than a conference for me. Yes. You see, when it's a heart, the problem is a heart. It's a heart problem. The next time we have a conference, I'm, I'm believing God to teach from the heart of a shepherd. There's a whole section in this book. It deals with that, not shepherding uh, what's clear, also, the heart. The heart. The heart. The heart. If you have a heart to shepherd, 
with or without money, you will do what you have to do. Haba, it's a hat. It's a hat. One day, I was around UPS. I remember clearly those days we had old road, new road, Madina. It was a Sunday afternoon. I don't know where I was going. But I saw a lot of people coming down from the Trinity Theological Seminary down, down, down to UPS. I mean, just like a, like a crusade. Descend, this is many years, about 20 years ago. Descending from um, Trinity, obviously from the Mimpiasam area, getting to East Legon, a lot of people, mostly young men, streaming down towards UPS. Some would turn right into Medina. Some would turn left towards uh, Legon. Or there about uh, Atomic. I was in a church row. I remember I asked the person sitting by me, what is happening in the area? And the guy told me something that I will never forget. He said that these people are returning from the stadium, from Osu. How else will I know this? I've given you places, specific places, time Sunday towards evening. He said, they are walking from Osu in groups. Hats and Kotoko. I'm not talking about, you know, I've heard many stories in my lifetime. I saw them myself. You've done it yourself before. Microphone. From Matayeko to Osu and back. And you walked. Please come, don't believe you. Please come. No, no, no. Please sit down. I told that this area you don't stand. No, see, I'm, I'm about to say something, but I didn't know. I, I, I am not aware of this. Microphone. Remake, please say it well. Has and Kotoko. Oh, it's also Has and Kotoko. Yes, yes. And, and, and what's up? Because you lived in Mata Echo. And I am a phobia fan. <laughs> phobia. So we we'll wake up like a match like this. You can't be at home. You have to wake up at 3 a.m. Please yes. listen. Carefully. Yes, yes. He's preaching. He's, yes. he's saying something. You wake up at 3 a.m. and get yourself ready. By 4 a.m. you should be on a church or whatever, a bus. Because, to to. because the match starts around 6.30 a.m. No, 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 no. It starts around uh, in the afternoon somewhere. 3, 3 and you must wake up 12 yes. hours before 12 hours before if not you will not get a seat to sit on yeah so you walk from Mataheko. no when we are going you get a bus, you get a bus. when you close i mean you have to walk i mean the feeling, i can imagine the feeling oh that even the feeling yeah. not that there are no bus no, 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 feeling no. the feeling the feeling. Celebrating I was glad the when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gate, O Jerusalem. Yeah. Jerusalem is builded. That's a great city. And it was normal. I mean, it, so, so it, you, what I'm it saying is a problem. Like, you didn't think oh, you were sacrificing. No, 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 no. Or you were doing something no, great no, no, in no, honor no. of Hats of Oak. No. 
you walk from Osu, Osu to, to Mata. Do you know Mata and Osu? Osu to Mata. Even with a car. Yes. Driving from Osu uh, to Mata Echo. We've done it many times. It's not one, two, three, four. I mean, Ladies and normal, gentlemen, normal life. It's not money that brings members to church. It's a heart. If a shepherd has a heart, eh, he will walk with his members without a bus. I'm telling you, from Adenta to Oibi, let's go. As we are going, we are chanting and we are praying and we are declaring that the service is going to be a great service. We are starting at 7.30. Let's leave at 5.30. You can ask my wife, where I stayed in Takradi and where I went to church. We were walking with joy. It's not money. That's why Jesus didn't say that the, the reason for the people scattered was that they, they, there was no money. They were looking for jobs by their members. Jesus never made, he said, the reason was that they were, there were no shepherds with the hearts for shepherd. It's when you don't want to do it that you come up And you did that once, not so in your life. No, 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 no. It was normal. It was a normal thing. You go and you walk and come. Can we find young boys mobilized by their shepherd walking from Ayikuma to Oyibi Church? Is, can we in our lifetime see this spectacle one day that the, the bus broke down and they are walking from Ayimensa to church? I'm saying that it's not manual. All we need is a leader with a heart, a leader who loves God. That's why Jesus asked Peter. He didn't say, Peter, I have you in mind to be a pastor. But do you have money? Are you educated? Can you get a job? Are you employable? He said, Peter, do you love me? What we need in the ministry is not money. It's not degrees. It's not beauty. It's not whatever. It is love. Love. And I'll always go back. This man is not a pastor. This is not a pastor. It is love for me. Me. Yes. Why do you think the greatest is love? Why do you think the greatest is not money? He has brought pastors from who? Oda Kumasi and Priyasu. He got it. Men of God. You know a man of God by his stomach. You can see them. I'm very sure he has spent a little money. But the biggest expenditure is his love for me. Oh, you know, many times when I'm talking about this story, this Trinity story, people, I say it with a, a little restraint. 
Because I, 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 you know, I, I, I heard it. The church guy told me. But I still didn't find it believable. That you were credible. What school did you go to? Sorry. Bishop Herman. Is it a church or what? What is it? Bishop Herman. It's a school. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, I was saying something. It's, it's, Bishop Herman, people say it's, 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 it's incredible. But today's the first time I've heard something like this. And I'm happy I told the story with confidence. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that somebody could walk. So, so it makes sense. Osu to Madina, Osu to Mataeko. It's comparable. I'm saying that when you, sorry, Adenta, Osu to Adenta, they walk. They walk. Football is able to mobilize young men with joy. And as they are walking, they are, they are singing, they are excited. And church members are coming to church like, 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 like goats with ropes around their montamed goats. Being led to the slaughter. Thank you, Reverend Michael. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy I've heard the story. Because me, I, 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 I'm not a football fan. Oh, no, no. I'm about 50. I've never been to a stadium for football. I've been to, the only thing I've done in the stadium is crusades. Bonky healing Jesus. I've never been to a... So the first time I sat in a stadium and I saw the football, the field, I thought it was too small. Because I was expecting the football field to be like one kilometer. Because the way they can run uh, and so... So I saw, is this, is this the football field? So oh, that is it. I don't know. I've never watched a live match. I've never. So I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. If it comes to nightclub attendance, I also can share. That's right. Yeah. 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 I've not been to a stadium. But the point I am making that if there is love, you see, the need the need of Christ is not for educated engineers. You don't represent the body of Christ. Your type is 0.01 times 10 minus 500 in the church. Your type. Educated professionals like you. Most people are sanquasis. Because Jesus does not look for rich men. Does not look for PAD holders. When he saw the state of the flock, his concern wasn't bussing money. <laughs> Beautiful. His concern wasn't bussing money. Money to bust the people. Because you see, if you can get a proper shepherd, he'll find the money, even if it is money to look for. But he sold his car. He sold his car. And rightly, the Bishop Kobe say, not many wives. Can you clap your hands for his wife? Not him. His wife. His wife. I'll see her next week, God willing. She's a great woman. And you must respect her. Don't talk to her by heart. Because pastors like that type of behavior. Clap your hands. I shouldn't say these things.
the will to do something doesn't come from your pocket. It comes from the heart. The will to do something doesn't come from the pocket. It comes from where? Please, we are disobeying the instruction we got from the chief's palace. We don't stand on Friday. The will to do something doesn't come from the pocket. Doesn't come from the mind. It comes from the heart. That's why the Macedonian church could give money. Even when there was no money in their pocket. Because the money came from the heart. If the heart is ready, all things are possible. Anybody you meet who gives you a reason why he can't do something doesn't want to do it. Take it home. But give your offerings first before you go home. I said, anybody you meet, your member, your singer in your center, your wife, your husband, your friend, your, any, who, from whom you desire something, and the person says, I cannot, because of 10 solid reasons, the person does not. Otherwise, why would grown-ups be standing in a shop at 2 a.m.? Because we want to be there. We want to be there. Can't you give three reasons why you can't go out to pray in a shop at 2 a.m.? Hello? It's dangerous, number one. Number two is, and, and policemen came. And number two is what? It's also to number I've been up all day. I need to sleep a little. In the morning, let's meet there and we'll pray. My wife doesn't like me to be absent from the bed from 12 midnight. So I have to be at home to save my marriage. When she turns, she must feel a body by her. And I don't want to spoil my marriage. Because even you ask, I'm coming to pray for your shop. Two years, you, can, you may even leave the church without informing me. But my wife, she has been with me for 18 years. We've been married for 18 years. Two AM, you are praying for somebody in a shop. You are sleeping with her. How will you be with a woman in a shop at two, at two AM? But when you want to do something, uh, but but they are saying that we should, we should all do this uh, this type of um, um, one on one one on one shepherding. It's all it shouldn't be just the the the. the the, 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 the distance, the, distance uh, the meetings that we should all not be having, we should have the one in finish. We, we should all meet our members one on one and one on one. But these are the type of ladies who are very nice, you, the, their breasts are shaking, and then when you are with them in our, in, alone in their room, so, so there are all these feelings, feelings we are having in our stomachs and our, in our waist and so on. So these feelings as they are coming, if you are with the girl alone, what are we, so, so, so Mr. Bishop, man, this one on one, one on one meetings, we are saying, hey, you don't want to do it. If the girl, even if the breasts are shaking, you can take two chairs and sit at the, at the car park. 
where everybody is watching. She's here, you are here. Or you can bring someone, a third person who is sitting at the far back there. She's watching as you are with her. You don't want to do it. That's what I say. Even their breasts, they are not shaking. It's your imagination. Have we not heard it said, for with God? I'm sure you've not read that verse well. It didn't say to God. With. You with God can do all the things I've done in this church with God for with man If you are truly with God and God is with you, you'll be able to rise up at 4 a.m. and pray. If you are truly with God and God's love is with you, the love of God, you will be able to forgive her and move on with your life. But with him, if you what he will tell you about her, A lot of things we can't do is because there are certain men around us. The day you replace those ragamuffins with God, the possibilities of your life will express themselves. That singer can be a pastor of a church. It's possible. Your problem is that you are not with God. You are just a reverend, useless reverend. There's no God with you. So every pastor who has God with him. Do you know what, how we came by this conference here at this time, this week? Do you know what I'm going through as I'm standing here? But I'm with God. That's why this is possible. I want you to go and call God to come and stand by your side. Yeah, pray him into your life. Your church will grow. Pray him into your life. The doctor will be a shepherd. Pray him into your Let him come by you. That sister will be a pastor. Let God, let God be with you. Even your enemies will love you. With God! It's time to replace some girls in our life. With God. There are some employees in your office. You must remove them and let God come and work there. 
when you hear it can't happen, I can't, I'm unable to, I'm not whatever. Hey, you are dealing with a man. I told you my, my testimony. How Bishop Dagwood Mills was able to buy a KLM plane ticket to come to London to officiate the wedding of a lanky student with a big head who has no money but he wants to marry. And a pastor, a, a very decent man, follows such a boy. Not from Kolegono to Osu. He pays for a plane ticket. God help me. To honor my father always. Mm -hmm. Because it won't be well with me. It won't be well with me. He wasn't coming for a camp. He didn't combine the wedding with a camp. He finished everything to Ghana. Yes. Because he is with God. So even though I have no money, the God who loves me touched his heart and gave me to him. That's why I'm standing here today. Shepherds, let's have God. There is no way you will sleep with that girl if God is with you. It's when you are with a man and that man is yourself, you and yourself, then that one is meat. And we need pastors who have God. So we need pastors who have God. We need bishops who have God. We need reverends who have God. We need shepherds. Ah, you are sitting by us in a center with five members for seven months. There's no God with you. There's no God with you. You've heard it. Ten years. 13 members in a drinking bar. After 10 years, 13 members have become 15 branches with lands and buildings. Everything is possible. You can decide right now that you are going to now mobilize the help of God. To change your center from 15 members to 100 members. It's possible. See, a lot of the things you see around here in this church being done freely, you may not know that there are miracles in places. <laughs> you see, I have a, a, a church service here. One of the church services. Somebody saw my wife. Because I was, I was somewhere and I disappeared. A very great man of God. Very, very great man of God. One of the fathers. So, I saw your husband. Where is he? So, he had to leave because he's going for a service. It's a service at this time. So, yes. I said, ah, I've seen that service on Facebook. Hey, your husband is a very strong man, oh, a phlegmatic like me, oh. Your husband is a very strong man. Hey, the service, I started one. I started one. It has now become a prayer meeting. <laughs> so what your husband is doing is a miracle. Yes. A lot of the things you see happening, 
they are supernatural events. Because you see, but because you didn't pay the price, you don't know the cost of it. <clears throat> but I'm just trying to let you understand that there are a lot of things which are possible around here because there is God in the system. I've read it to you. There is a need. A great need for shepherds. It's a need. I mean, if you love somebody and that person has a need, you will love someone and that person has a need. Wouldn't you give, if the person wants a shirt, wouldn't you remove your shirt and give it to the person? I was somewhere in the place and I, 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 it, it was a very very cold place and I happened to be with some people and I think one lady or two ladies were around and I saw the lady was suffering and I was wearing a shirt and a tie so I removed my coat and I put it around her and buttoned it and she became calm. And somebody came around and said, Ah, is this not a coat? Is this, is this coat for you? I said, No, no. It's for Bishop. She said, Hey, he gave it to you to wear. Then he really must love you. He really, really loves you. And it is true. I really, really, really loved her. You will never see anybody unless there's no love. If you, if you love a person, you will never see a person you love needing something and withhold. If you love Jesus and Jesus needs shepherds, you will jump into the river shepherds and swim among the shepherds and be with them. Simply because you lo- like what he has done. I'm having a conference. The conference is to pastors outside and the church pastors and church leaders. He loves me. We don't love in word. We love in deed. Wake up and rise up as a shepherd. The Jesus you claim to love, he needs shepherds. Even if you don't like me, even if you don't like your pastor, be a shepherd for Jesus. If you love Jesus, anyone you love, when, see, when you love somebody, love and giving are almost synonyms. John three sixteen. One day I was on Legon Sports Field. There was this inter university. Athletics or something. I don't even know what I was doing there because I have no interest in these sports things. I, I don't know what I was doing there. But I remember it was something sports. Friday afternoon. Medical school since first year or so. And a brother came to me and said he's traveling to Kumasi. Second year. He's going to Kumasi. And do I have anything for my beloved? Because you was in Kumasi. And I was in Lagos. 
I said, but you should have told me this earlier because the whole university, anybody who goes to Kumasi knows that the person must come to M23 for a letter or a parcel to Kumasi. It's just a, a university rule. <laughs> so he said, he's going to Kumasi. I said, ah, well, you've not told me. I've, I've nothing to offer. I've not, I've, I've not, just tell her that I'll call her or I'll, I'll find somebody going. So fine. And as he was going, I called him back. So are you going right now? I said, I'm on my way. I'm going to the room to pick my things. Then I picked a stone. And I gave it to him. But when you go, give her this stone for me. I'm giving this stone. When your heart has left your chest into somebody, into something, even if it's a stone. Yes. That's what Christ said. Even if you don't do stones will sing for me. Because everything can do anything once there is love in the system. I said, everything can do anything. He was shocked. So I should give her this stone. I said, yes, just, just give it to her. I, it's, my, it's my gift. And he went and gave it to her. Please, where's the stone? How is it possible you love God? There's a need for shepherds in the choir. There's a need for shepherds. We need people. There's an area to the left, if you are going to Accra, Baron Amrahian, Baron towards Amanfro. There, there is a city to the left. Maybe towards Ashaiman. It, it, it's an untouched area. I'm looking for Basenta leaders to go to that side. You see, this man, as he's, I'm talking, he's going to send a people there. If we go and we find you there. <laughs> With his missionary pastors. He has appointed missionary pastors. Be very careful. Eh? <laughs> missionary pastors. So, the next session, eh, I don't think I would like you to be at the back. If I need you, I'll call you here. <laughs> There's, the, 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 How many of you love Jesus? And he needs shepherds. Wouldn't you want to raise some of your singers to become shepherds in the Basenta? You really love him? We need people to go to that area. We need more centers in OEB. We need more centers in Ashie. We have got just one center in Quayman. And you know that there are people there. I mean, the leader himself, once he sees the people, no, I must give God a gift. I mean, on your birthday, some of you should give two basentes as your birthday gift. Yeah. Your birthday is March. From now, you are preparing. By March, you should have two basentes in an area, and you come and say, Bishop, this is my birthday gift I've brought. God has kept me. COVID didn't kill me. I'm still alive. Because I'm, God needs... The house must be filled. So, uh, if you have any shepherds, I've got some two guys who can take those basentes. Hey, Number four. God's people are scattered without basin money. Sorry. God's people are scattered without rich men to pay for basin. 
Point number four, mommy. God's people are scattered without a shepherd. There is, there is, there is, there is a need. If you really love God, you won't sit down. I mean, from today, I, I, I met a few, some pastors recently, a few days ago, and I said, you guys, you don't even have a list, an Excel sheet of your 60 members. Yourself. And you report on your interactions with each of these 60 members. Where is Francis Adams? Where is Kwame Ofosu? Where is Mildred Esuman? I mean, you yourself as a shepherd, it's like you don't have any records of the whereabouts of your members. When it's your center service, you just go and stand there with a book and you, whoever comes, you just say whatever you want to say. Take a picture. It's a song like that. Say cheese, take a picture. Yeah, you tell them, say cheese, take a picture. You post. Foolish girl. You don't care. I mean, when certain people don't come to my meeting, I love them so much that it's a concern. Oh, yes. By the grace of God, this is not the time I'm having meetings to generate crowds. But crowds is not part of what I do. I've gone past that. Like, like numbers. I'm not, I'm not into that type of world. No, 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 not at all. No. But when, when, I'm, when I'm preaching, I would like to see our pastor it's important. If you are not there, I am concerned. Because I really love you. But you are preaching, he's not there. You don't care. I always would take a phone. I was having a, I didn't see you. Is everything okay? Oh, I was not well. Oh, really? But you should have told me. But it, it, it's, it's love. It's no hatred. But I, I want to be a big man. So when I'm preaching, as you see Dennis sitting there. No, 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 no. 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 If I, if I, if I had never appeared at this conference, I would never call him. He is, he's not a shepherd. Well, he became a shepherd uh, uh, three weeks ago. Even that, I would take, oh, he's in training. So by this time, he's working. We didn't prepare early. I mean, I have, I have excuses. Interestingly, he's the only one from beginning to the end. He has sat in the same chair quietly writing notes to go and teach. Yes. When there is the love of a shepherd, you don't want people to scatter. There is no mother with six children who in the night is locking a door, will not go to the rooms to see, are they in the room? I mean, can you imagine a mother or a father? A, a, a father will do that. A father will just lock the door. But a mother. She will check. And this one is not there. 
Where are you? I said, where are you? You are where? What, what? At this time? Okay, I'm waiting for you. Because a true shepherd is concerned. I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm saying that your members, eh, it should pain you that a singer, one of your choristers, didn't come to sing last Sunday. But some of you don't have any, there's no feeling. There's no feeling. Members don't come to church. One pastor went for a convention in a church. I will not mention the, the name of the church. As he was preaching powerfully, a brother stood up. said, preach on, preach on. And people also stood up. When the service ended and the pastor was being ushered out of the, um, what's the name, of the church, he met this brother, who is his church member. So he knew that he has come for a convention. Like when I go for play, to places to preach, some, some of my members, even pastors, come around. So as he was being ushered out, this church member came to him. Oh, Reverend How, what a message, what a powerful blessing. Then this pastor remembered something. And he told that this guy, this church member, I've not seen him in some weeks. The guy was shocked. You've not seen me in church for some weeks? I joined this church three years ago. I'm one of their pastors. I'm not in your church anymore. I'm here. I'm a pastor here. The pastor couldn't drink any, any drink. Yes. Your church member has left your church for three years. Has joined the church. He's a pastor there. It's not okay to you. Then the meaning is that you don't notice him. And it's time for us to have the love of a shepherd. That makes us notice that Jemima wasn't at the center meeting. Francis didn't come to sing. Kweku was absent last week. Without even checking the role. I mean, if you love someone, you, you will notice the person's absence. You will notice the person's absence. And the reason why we need shepherds is that the members are scattering. Jesus says, I remember when I was in Achimota school, there was no scripture union fellowship on the Western compound. He said, you see, Achimota school, being one of the largest schools in Ghana, had two compounds, the east and the west. There was a vibrant SU fellowship on the eastern compound, but none on the west. I took it upon myself to begin a fellowship on the western compound. After a while, there was a gathering of the western compound SU members in the western assembly hall. This Western SU fellowship became so dynamic that some Easterners began to walk to the West to attend these meetings. What am I saying? The SU members, that is God's sheep, were scattered on the West when there was no shepherd. 
But with the rising up of a shepherd, God's people began to gather and were blessed. May there be shepherds who rise up in the communities, rise up in the areas. May you rise up yourself in your area and take over an area, those of you with whole towns under you. May you rise up properly. Rise up. Rise up. When the shepherd doesn't appear, the members scatter. And one shepherd cannot do much. That's why we appoint more shepherds. One of the reasons for raising shepherds is to prevent the scattering. Anytime a shepherd rises, people gather. You see, if you come to this church on, on Sunday night or Saturday night, because we have a church service on Saturday night, a big church service, and on Sunday night, we are here. If you come here on, let's say, Monday morning, early morning, 2 a.m., 1 a.m., you will find people all over here with cars. Listen to what I'm saying. If you come here on Saturday night, midnight, Saturday midnight into Sunday morning, 1 a.m., you find people all around here. I'll tell you the reason why they are here. Because one day I traveled and somebody sent me a text message. He said, It's 10 p.m., and the whole place is quiet. And I'm really missing you. It's 10 p.m. 10 p.m. The whole place is quiet. And I really miss you. Those were the sentences. When will you be coming back? But that message, it's a, many years ago, it touched me. Then I realized that the presence of numbers of people at the car park and around was had a reason. The reason was that their shepherd was around. Once the shepherd disappears, they all scatter. And some of you have disappeared. Some of you, you exist physically, but you've disappeared. You are there. You are there. You preached to them last Wednesday. You were in church on Sunday, but spiritually you have disappeared. Because the love, the shepherding heart you have for them is gone. That text message I received always plays on my mind. Whenever I'm driving my car out of here around 1.30, 2 a.m. And there are people waving. In fact, sometimes I park my car here. Sometimes between here and the gate, I can spend one hour. The, one of the longest journeys I make with my car is from where I park my car to the gates. Yes. That's how I know when my, my brakes are not working well. Oh, yes. I know it. I work on my car's brakes when I, because I, I stop like 10 times. 1 a.m. Because they station themselves, and there's a lady, she comes from behind sometimes. I don't know what, then she just appears. You have to stop. Have to stop. 
Then there's some two dancing stars. Now, two girls, dancing stars. They stand outside the gate. <laughs> so now there's also another stop. <laughs> outside the gate. <laughs> that is after I have finished with the, with the leaders who are all lined up. Then I've got a boy, the son of one of, one of my members is like uh, eight years. He is around there, around the second tree. Then he, when he sees the car, then he just, he just takes his time. Big buttocks. He just comes like that. But when he appears, the car has to stop. I have to open the door. He comes and gets a hug. We have a little chat. Then he goes back to his mother's car. I mean, it's like, it is expected. You have to stop. Obey, <laughs> shepherd. When will you appear? When will you appear? Your members want something to gather around. There was this, there was, this is a game or something called the maypole. Maypole. It's, it's like a pole with some uh, ropes or whatever. Then you run around it. Maypole, yeah. A shepherd is a maypole around whom the members run around and they are happily running around. When that pole disappears, the people go. scatter. You are the center of attraction. Appear well. Appear well. Appear well. I'm not saying you are God. But when you are not there, it's not the same. Oh. Shepherds. I want you to duplicate yourself. Replicate yourself. Triplicate yourself. In six members. It's called the principle of the multiplied senior pastor. Yes. Yes. People want someone to gather around them. People want someone to love them. People want someone to care for them. And when they are, there are no sheep. You see? The devil wants us to be scattered because he knows that he can get the sheep when they are alone. You know that one, don't you? When you watch, wild, when you watch wildlife, you know. It's always the deer that is outside that the sheep just go and eat. <laughs> when the sheep are together in a group, they are safe. I, I just feel we should pray right now. I, I just sense it. Let me finish the sentence. I want us to pray that God will use us to gather people. Mommy, that you will be an anti-scattering agent in the church. The church service we have in this building, you, you know where we are, we're in the forest somewhere. We, 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 we gather here in our thousands because there are people around whom members gather. And when they gather around them, like Reverend Michael was saying, they bring them. Some of them will bus, some will walk. But we are going to pray. That, you see, some of you, 16 people gather around you. But you could have had 30 gathering around you. Mommy, you don't get the point I'm making. Some of you, five people gather around you. There are many pastors here. Some of of, our pastors here. Some of you, 500 people gather around you. 600. I could easily have had 2,000. And the reason is that there must be a grace. 
You see, in chemistry, there is a word that I would like to introduce. That word is N-I-D-U-S. 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 It is, it, is, it is an interesting concept. But when you want to grow certain things, Enidus is it's a, sometimes a substance, sometimes some organisms, sometimes it's some chemical. Something that if you put it in that environment, things gather around it. If you go to the bottom of the sea, you'll find things, old ships, metals, other things. Now, you may go there under the sea and see a huge structure sitting there. That huge structure did not descend from the sky into the sea. It is a little metal, a little something that settles there and organisms began to grow and grow around it till it became very big. There are certain things in this world when they are somewhere, things gather around them. I'm going to pray that you will have the magnetism to be one around whom people just, Jesus help me. We need pastors who are nidusers. We need shepherds who are nidusers. We need leaders around whom people gather. Jeez. We don't need leaders who are just title bearers. We don't need shepherds who have just passed an exam because there is a problem in the church. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a problem in the church. The problem is that sheep are scattering. The problem is that sheep are scattering. Isaiah prophesied. He said, all we like sheep have scattered. All we like sheep have gone astray. It is natural, it is normal for sheep to go astray. But when there is a shepherd, they gather. Ah, ladies, lift your hands. Ladies, lift your hands. Ladies, lift your hands. We are not using makeup. We are not using wigs. We are not using nice dresses. This is not the time for breasts and buttocks and ties. We are using anointings. There's an anointing you must carry that makes people gather around you. That we will know you are in the church by the number of cars at the car park. We will know you are in the area by the number of members who have gathered around that cinema hall. Can you lift your hands and pray, pray, pray. Pray for yourself. Pray, pray, pray. All we like sheep. Father, help us. 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 Help us.
because of us Lord may the ship not be scattered because of us Lord may the ship not be scattered you said we are looking for someone Lord ah, Father we are here Lord make us into a poor people your children Lord around you your children around around you your ship around